joining us on heron's home podcast i'm your host Karee robertson alongside my sound man extraordinaire rico g what's going on everybody how y'all doing and we in the house for one 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 episode 111 yeah man um i'm just gonna go ahead at the top of the hours um throw out a r.i.p to my uncle tony oddman he passed away yesterday um and that that one was kind of rough his son was out there with him um one of my cousins who i'm very close with and he's been sick for a little while, and he was getting into his sixties, and so you know he he lived he lived a a a, a good and complete life. You know, That's it's, it's always too early. You know what I mean? And so I try my best not to mourn too deeply about people who at least get to live their life because a lot of people die before they even get to live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know, R.I.P. to Triple X and Tacion and all of these young rappers that get shot out there. So. You know, there there's loss of life when there wasn't much life lived, and that that I find to be a tragedy. But when you get to live, you know, it'll get you one way or another, <laughs> through old age or through sickness, it'll get you. You know, so R.I.P. Tony Odman, you did great while you were here. Um, I hope everyone had a fun and happy MLK B Day celebration of the man himself. Yeah, just always want to let everyone remember that. Uh, Martin Luther King's death certificate says asphyxiation. And don't forget, Jesus was killed by the state. Um, nah, man, those are, those need to start to be the takeaways that we take away from Martin Luther King's um, birthday because we got to stop this kumbaya bullshit that everyone likes to do, misquoting him, using him to massage white people's egos. Fuck that shit. Y'all killed him. Y'all killed him. Y'all shot him, and when he was too fucking strong to die, you suffocated him. So... We're going ahead and celebrate his real memory, and that was working for poor people, no matter what color you are, for the oppressed people. You know what I mean? We're, we definitely want to um, want to big that up, and I, I look forward to talking about some powerful labor actions that that uh, are happening around the country because that's when Martin Luther King was murdered, not when he was fighting for racial justice, but when he was fucking with organizing boycotts for, of the bus system, which is a labor stoppage. So, yeah, let's move on and uh, get this one kicked off. I know I started out a little bit uh, serious, so we'll keep it with the light stories t- in the beginning. Um, <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, but you know, this one actually is a real feel-good story that I thought was really cool. <laughs> so there's a game called Ghost of Tsushima, which was very popular. It was a great game. The studio actually garnered a lot of positive um Oh yeah, um, reception. I have that. I still got to play that. Oh, forget. it's a great game, and there's mad content for free. Like that was that was uh, the mention of goodwill by the the developers that they released a patch update that was like seventy five percent more game for free. Lit. Yeah, shit was really really impressive that they that they were willing to do that. They were not. How is the time. They're always capable of doing it, but the fact that they were willing to do it because that was easy. You could have easily charged ten dollars. And nobody, I don't think, would have uh, complained with the amount of content that that was given. Right. So the fact that they gave it for free, awesome. But the feel-good part of the story is is that the there is a real-life shrine of Tsushima that uh, was able to meet its crowdfunding goal for rebuilding its gates because 
the promotion for the game. Yep, that came game. from the from the video game. That's um, it. And it it was pretty like the the I, I'm not sure if it was a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe, but it was a crowdfunding um platform that they were utilizing and it had been open for a while and hadn't reached its goal like and was nowhere near its goal like substantially below it <laughs> and then uh the game drops win some awards get some accolades and then instantly the uh they get like five times the amount of um Tsushima was uh, now the, of their uh, goal uh, trending in google yeah, yeah you know instantly helped their uh, uh absolutely <clears throat> and so that, i thought that that was a really cool story and 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 one of the very few positive things that you could see come from video games into the real world you know what i mean like that that's that's really cool and not for nothing i particularly like when real world uh references are mixed into to games you know not too directly but in some way shape or form i love that i do love the real world references in my games but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, oh, man, I thought this one was fucking hilarious, dude. Uh, so a young lady moves to Bali uh, and manages to become very successful um, utilizing the gig economy in Bali to make a living. But being an, a quote-unquote expat, they hadn't... She she wasn't like paying taxes or several other things. She was in that a she gray was, area. She was in a very gray area. Um, and it was, and, and, and for all intents and purposes, it seemed like it was fine until she decided to go on uh, social media and dry snitching herself. Clowns, bro. Bro. Clowns. Bro. She published an ebook about Clowns. her experience. I'm like, oh, you're crazy. Full cloud, bro. And so, of course, now they they're going to try to get all the money her. back from no, her. No, 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 no. Oh, they just okay. deported her. And it's just like, you're so stupid. Like, you deserve that. this faucet right now. Yeah. Like, uh, she was evading taxes and she was and she was encouraging other and what made it worse is that she was encouraging other people to do it like why would you do that like why do Yo, you this pull is the so lit? good everybody's got to get in on it bro bro terrible. that's how good this is and so i thought that that story was funny it was like come on chick what is wrong Yo, son, with you if you tried evading taxes that should work gangbusters for me the worst part is is like anybody who who who's like you know committed a crime very quickly learns like don't talk about it Shut the fuck up don't talk about it Shut the fuck up and she was continuing to do crime and then decided to talk about it it was like what in the words That's of hustling backwards in the words of stringer bell nigga are you taking notes on a criminal a conspiracy right now you yeah, feel me like classic. what are you doing man that's not what i meant when i said for you to pay attention bro that's it's not also what like I a was that in harlem nights quick Wanted to take notes, and the old dude was like, "Keep it in your head, man. Don't be stupid." But yeah, get notes. I mean, it's it's a the thing. Oh, the problem man. is, is that it's it's a it's a great inclination. Anywhere else in it life, is. it's Absolutely. a great idea. Take notes. It I was is. actually playing a mini game in in Yakuza like a dragon that I literally had to take notes because it was like a it's like a baseball game, but they were throwing all kinds of wild pitches, and so I had to write down <laughs> where the pitches were going. Because they would just repeat the same pattern, uh, or else you'd never be. You know, it was insurmountably hard. Honestly, as a side note, that game is a clean nine point five out of ten until you get to the end game, and then you're forced to play those fucking mini games. Oh, did you forget this was a game for Japanese Bro, people? We about to remind worst, you, yo. That shit drops a solid point for me because all the good <laughs> the shit is left behind it. Is, yeah, <laughs> and it's and 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 I don't even mind the grind. I'm down with the grind. <laughs> It, they're actually hard. Yeah. They're not easy mini games by yeah, any stretch of the imagination. 
And so, and there's like two dozen of them. Two dozen of them, dog. Like, yeah. I think that that's a little bit ridiculous to me. But, um, I don't know. I'm kind of used to it. Like I said, challenges when you get, especially end game content, end game content is like, you know I mean? But they're like legit mini games. It's not like the lightning mini game in Final Fantasy X. Like I get that. I feel it's you. like I totally understand ugh. what you're saying. But for me, that it's it's that's part and parcel to that stage of the game and those types of games. Well, I'm used to like boss fights and dungeons, and there's very few dungeons. They definitely switched out the dungeons for mini games. There's only uh, I I'm I mean I guess it, almost at I the remember end, from, and there's only two dungeons in the game. I, I mean, maybe it's because I'm used to shit like Kingdom Hearts, where some of the best equipment is locked behind. Like, uh, in the older ones, you have to do, like, the skateboarding and the gliding missions. Oh, and even yeah, similar yeah. to this one, like, there's um all, all like, pretty much everything is locked behind um mm. some challenge. And some of those challenges are not combat-related. I mean, you use combat mechanics, but it's not about you being stronger than the enemy. Yeah. It's about you doing something like that. So. Yeah, see, and, I don't, and those even, know I, I fuck with That's those even. But this is, like, golf minigame. Mario Kart. They have a Mario Kart minigame. It's specific minigames you don't like to play. Gotcha. Oh, yay, yay. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to the main point at hand. What the fuck was I talking about? Um, oh, yeah, don't try snitching yourself. Don't be stupid. That shit is silly. But, um, nah. people love attention too much, bro. And you yeah. know how it is. Oh. It's, it's like people, it's like sometimes. Not everybody can just. Not everybody can shut the fuck up. Sometimes really when can't. people have something to say, they can't help but to say it, and they have to express it to someone. You gotta have and healthy outlets, man. <laughs> there it is. That's really what it is. Healthy outlets go a long way. And to the that. internet is not a healthy no, outlet. No, it's not. No, it's not it at all. Ever. But, you know, oh my goodness! Do never go to the, the time. to the internet for a place of solace or like positive affirmation. Like you can get it there. But it's not meant for that. Nope. You're gonna get a lot more of the other shit. That's for damn sure. But um, yeah. Moving on from that, did you check out the uh, Ashanti Keisha uh, Keisha Cole versus? I did not. How was that? It was good. It was good. Honestly, I I had Ashanti all the way from the beginning. Like Ashanti, I grew up with her music. Um, and Keisha Cole was just she was she did have my favorite song of the night though. The, her joint with Sean Paul. Which one is that? Um, you're gonna have to look it up. I don't, like I can't. I don't. I don't want to sing it. Or I'm, I'm not really. It's like, like a, I think it's "Give It to Me." I'm not a Keisha Cole person like that. Uh, it's it's well. It's more of a. I think it's a Sean Paul uh, song. Honestly, that's rude. No, I think it's she's just a feature, but she does. She sings throughout the song. But um, yeah, that was my favorite song of the night. But Ashanti, like, oh, that song, yeah. That's a popular ass song. She wiped up the floor with her outside of that. Like, the, literally, <laughs> that's the only round I had for Keisha Cole. Like, it was bad, bad. And Keisha didn't come there ready to ready to perform. She was wearing this corset with her titties out, and it was, like, it was good for, like, maybe a photo op, but, like, the whole time she was like, yeah, I mean, you gotta hold them in there. And it's like, all right, you can't do anything now. Like, Ashanti <laughs> was there performing. Like, they were both sitting down, but Ashanti was moving around, singing and shit. Keisha wasn't there to really battle. Um, so she didn't even make a show of it, which is what I was more disappointed about. But um, it was good. I enjoyed a lot of the songs. Actually, in terms of like ratio of songs um, that I liked, this was one of the only one that had more songs that I, I liked personally, I think, was the Beanie versus Bounty. Because that had a, just all my reggae tracks. But this one had a lot of, had a lot of very popular songs. And, um, 
it, it, and it's, leave it to verses to give the one situation where I actually give a shit what Ja Rule has to say because he was on a lot of the tracks. And so <laughs> I, I feel like this is the one one of the few situations where Ja Rule has a valid voice. Like, yo, what is Ja Rule thinking? Who's it who said that? Dave Chappelle was like, who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks? Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. They're um they're in the same camp, him and Asante. Yeah, they wrote Murder Inc. deep for a long time. Yeah. And I mean, they made a lot of bangers, honestly. Yeah, they and did. you know what's not for nothing? I think Ashanti saved Ja Rule's career because she he got with Ashanti right as 50 Cent was mashing him in that <laughs> beef. And that Six saved him. Sound like the cookie monster. Ash- Yo. <laughs> Ashanti saved that uh, man's career. Sid. You know, I I really want to give her her flowers for that. Yo, she saved Ja Rule's career. Um, but you know, and you know, it's a shame because Talib just did an interview with him that I will not patronize, just because I know that he's a scam artist, and w- that's one thing that I'm done with you. Once I know you're a liar and you're an unrepentant, unremorseful liar, I don't want to talk to you anymore because I can't trust anything you say, yeah. and you're probably good at it at this point. And so you're gonna try to convince me, and I might be inclined to 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 believe it. So I just want to, I don't want to talk to you. Period. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want nothing. The way he did with that with that credit card. Um, scam and the fire festival, nah, B. And then and then coming back and saying that he was the one who was scammed. I was like, oh, that's some Republican level fucking uh, uh, victimhood right there. That's how you do it. That shit is crazy. And so yeah, you know, I don't wish the man ill. I'm happy to see that his gyro commercial blew up, but I don't give a shit about nothing that this man has to say outside of Ashanti's music because he was integrally involved in her career. You know what I mean? Like that's just crazy. But yeah. No, I, I I enjoyed. They were they were looking very good. The women looked very pretty. You know what I mean. And my girl listens to this, so I want to leave it at that. <laughs> but yeah, outside of that, you there there wasn't much. It, it was a very lopsided performance, in my opinion. You know, and it's very rare. And then they had this Doritos uh, sponsorship, and I was like, oh, that no. is terrible. That shit was corny no. as fuck. I mean, like it's the bag. Literally, it the, was the, inevitable. Sh- Come on, this it's the bag. You know, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get a chuckle out of that one. That, that one's pretty weak. Wow, I, like I know one. it's low hanging fruit, but damn, bro, I don't like this is a double entendre. Like, I can't even get. get a I mean, fat. I get. I I acknowledge it is a double entendre. Yes, that is a thing. <laughs> but nah, they they the Doritos uh, uh product placement was, was trash. Like there was literal product placement. Like there was Dorito bags on a stand behind That's them. Sad. It was bad. That's the type of shit that I hate when when they just be. I fucking hate advertisers, bro. Dude, if I they see are your the head worst in my shit, ever. they are the worst. And and I'm not as mad at Tim and, and Swizz for doing that with Versus as I am for advertising advertisers for even existing. Because yeah. I can't get and mad at them for taking the bag. It's because they got no chill, bro. It's because they got no, no chill. chill. Exactly. Put up a fucking banner in the background and chill. You know what I'm saying? Where you said that there were fucking chip bags everywhere. I was like, bro, bro that's there was fucking stupid. A pedestal with some chip bags on that shit. You're doing and, the most and, right and, now. No, 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 no. Okay, you You're think it's the, the most? most? Let me finish. Ashanti's <laughs> theme was red, and she had the the the, the, the red bag of Doritos, and Keisha Cole's theme was, was blue, cool and she red. had the cool red. The fuck out of I life, was like, bro. Wow. God damn. That is so corny. Yeah, it's like and but and fuck. there was like there's gotta have been a more classy way to do Feel that. Feel me? There was a there was a line of subtlety that them motherfuckers just yeah. charged right through. Jeez. But yeah, that's that's the the music was good, and that's what we were there for. So 
I, I, I've said my piece about Dorito sponsorships. Yeah, that's some tacky shit, Doritos. It's but, tacky um, as fuck. Yeah, man. You know, and and moving on from that, this is a, a story of human ecology gone terribly, terribly wrong. So, evidently, uh, Pablo Escobar had some hippos in his zoo that, I guess... The the people who were responsible for distributing his 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 estate after he's he's dead, right? Or is he still in prison? I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah, after he's dead, the people responsible for distributing his, his estate decided, you know, just release him in the wild. They're gonna get eaten by something. Like they're not from here. They can't live. Um, these are fucking full grown hippos. <laughs> Unfortunately, they have now taken over a river delta in Colombia. And they have started breeding en masse because they have no natural predators. And there's a huge fucking herd of hippos that are taking over Colombia or a Colombian river delta. And it's so it's such a fucked up way for for human malfeasance to be enacted on the environment because they are terrorizing that environment. Simpsons Nothing did eats it first. hippos, by the way. Simpsons did it first. Phil B. Biggest ain't original. They, uh, there was the episode where they where uh, Bart wanted to keep some fucking animal from Australia, so he oh yes, yes, and they gave him the big boot. Yes, and they started the <laughs> yeah, chain yeah. reaction of getting the other animal the to kill the other animals. He took yes. the frog. The frog. That's what it was. Oh my goodness! But yeah, it's like, and so now it's one thing when you have an invasive like insect species are really bad when they're invasive. Um, certain plant life could be bad when it's invasive. Um, we are bad when we're invasive. <laughs> But hippos as a megafauna in yeah, that environment are so huge. dominant because hippos are herbivores that that kill carnivores. <laughs> like there's no apex predator for this herbivore, and That's in funny. a jungle, in the Colombian jungle, like they they're just it's crazy, and it's becoming a hot mess. And they want to call the herd, but now animal rights activists are like, no, you can't call the herd. And I'm like. That is kind of fucked up. You're going to massacre Maddie's hippos because some idiot decided hey, to release them into the wild? Pick a solution. You feel me? Yeah, Pick man. a solution. You, first of you all. You can only deliberate over it for so long. Let me just say this. You have to call that fucking herd. <laughs> you, you have to. There's no question. I still feel it's a way, well though. Good. I feel your I animal loving feel motherfuckers. Away, yo. I feel I you animal, animal loving lover, yo. But, I do not like that. That yeah. but you have to call that her. You feel me? There's no possible way you they're gonna me? fucking. While you guys deliberate, area. we're just gonna go ahead and kill the other animals here and continue to dominate the delta. My hope, do your thing. My hope is that they can find something valuable to do with them. Yeah, I, I'm. I, Hippo I, ivory if, is there's a thing. definitely enough money to relocate the motherfuckers. You feel? I'm not oh, saying it's gonna see, be easy. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm not saying so it's gonna be easy. It. It's gonna be very no, no, expensive. No, no, yes, no, no. When I say difficult. culling, culling has a very specific connotation of killing them. Yeah, but relocating. Oh, that's true. Just move them back to where they're fucking supposed to be. Yes, it's going to be wild expensive. Yes, it's going to be difficult, but that's more or less actually, the only other Actually, they're endangered where they're supposed to be. That actually might actually be a thing. That's a, wow. Because I was going, I went straight to despair. I was like, we, we got to kill them. Oh, no other solution. But you're right. A relocation <laughs> project, like somebody needs to start that GoFundMe. Yo, let's relocate these Colombian hippos so that they don't fucking get massacred. That's because they, they are endangered. Do. I do believe they are endangered in Africa where they're where they're native to. But um it's probably why they were so fucking That's why you wanted <laughs> them in the first place. In the first place. Absolutely. <laughs> they're 
they're exotic and endangered. But who would have thunk that actually, see, like, only if we were actually the good stewards of this world that, that humans should be, we would, we would, we would laud this. This would be a good thing. We just rebounded a species that was in decline in its natural <laughs> habitat. But of course we had But to of do course it the now we're way. just like, nah, that's the slaughter room. It's like fuck. It's like no, like at least relocate them. Yeah. At least relocate. Slaughtering them is but you might not be able to relocate them back yeah. to Africa because their habitat's diminishing yeah. because of climate change. You know, like hippos thrived in Africa because at one point Af- the Sahara was a Lush. forest. Yeah. And over the past couple hundred several hundred thousand years, it's become not. And so they've been displaced unfortunately that just shows how resilient that species is anyway i'm definitely getting into super nerd territory so yeah i just want i thought that was crazy like talk about human ecology gone awry like we don't we don't we can't help but fuck everything up that we touch as a species like individually you know you can atomize it and find good and bad people about it though overall i think we've had an overall negative impact on the universe I was just thinking about it the other day and thinking about how many singular names you know that completely altered the face of the world. Feel me? That's how fucking terrible humans are. Yep. People like Alexander the Great and Genghis Khan, you know about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and why? Because they're just excellent murderers. Exactly. They, they were the most high-profile douchebags of their day. Pretty much. Yep. Look at Donald Trump. Hello, we elevated a fucking dickbag to the fucking highest office in our land, at least. And I'm not going to, and I don't believe that the president is the most powerful man in the world anymore. Let's stop that shit. <laughs> America, stop that shit. It's wow. the most arrogant, foolhardy, shitty thing that that I hear Americans say when it comes to global perspective. Like, how the fuck y'all gonna be talking about the president's the strongest man in the world? That's not even... Come on. Come on. I mean, he probably has the... We all singer. know Bezos is the strongest man in the world. No, I'm just- I say the, the reason why he's probably the president of the United States has the single most... Highest attack power of anybody else on the planet. He has the, the biggest pulley pulpit. Yes, for well, sure. Not even that, but he also has the the nuclear weapons. You feel me? Like he's got the biggest yeah, yeah, gun. Yeah. He's yeah. got more a- attack power than anybody else on the planet. And, and the problem is, is that his attack mean. power is higher than the planet's defense. So we can't, he, we can't even use it. We can't even let that nigga <laughs> use his attack. Like that nigga just sits there. The king never really attacks. That nigga just sits there because he's going to destroy the world if he ever pulled the button. You feel me? But yeah, nah, it's. The the American yes the American president does have that power but he is absolutely not the most powerful uh, person no. in the They're world in actuality. Yeah, definitely. Um, the I, I, and I I say the triumvirate, but it might be the quadrate um, of tech giants that that owns our government and controls them. That that those niggas is woo, whatever whatever uh, fucking Doctor Evil Council they've made. Those niggas need to be dealt with. We like we need to figure out how to structure our society so they are not powerful anymore. And that's what I mean by dealt with. Like I don't want anyone to go out and shoot them or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm saying we should structure our society so that men like that don't have power. Because it's detrimental for a lot of people when you empower men like that. A lot. Yeah, and so I just wanted to bring up this uh this topic real quick before we move on into the more political side of the pod. And uh that was um a friend of the show. This is Revolution Podcast. Uh, they do a lot of social media uh, proliferation. And they're a lot better at it than I am. And they've been utilizing platforms like Facebook to get their podcast out there to some success. Well, evidently, uh, Jason, who who's the, the host of that podcast, 
wrote an essay about how terrible America treats its poor people, and he named it after a dead Kennedy song called Kill the Poor. Evidently, that got his account flagged, and with and from what I understand, no other infractions, got his whole entire profile deleted and taken off the site, and all of his affiliated program, uh, profiles. And, <clears throat> and, pretty ridiculous. And yeah, I mean, the idea that what he's doing is inciting violence against the poor is absurd. Because if you read the actual, uh, uh, if you read the actual essay, it's about how uh, it's about the treatment of the poor and how the resources that they are that that are supposed to be allocated to them are siphoned off and generally sent to to other aspects of society that actually don't need them as much. And so it was it was a very well written important essay uh, for people to read if you care about what happens to the people at the lower rungs of our society and and so it was it it was weird and and very uh unnecessary for them to 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 delete the profile it wasn't a suspension wasn't a ban it was removed altogether and this is you know this is a lot different than what you're seeing when people like incite riots at the capitol and incite uh, racist Proud Boys to patrol the streets of cities through their dog whistles. Like, that's one thing. The kind of censorship that happens when someone's personal profile is deleted from and uh, from existence because of a offhanded reference to a, a rock song, that's a, that's a little bit wild. That is, that's, that is Orwellian. That that's the you, you, all the people talking about. Oh, Trump getting kicked off of social media is is Orwellian. That's not Orwellian. Trump being able to invade your fucking consciousness whenever he wants through social media. That's Orwellian. Okay, people being deleted, having their personal profiles deleted for references to songs. That's Orwellian. You know, we gotta do. We gotta definitely deal with that. And mainly, that's why I don't even bother with those pro with those platforms. Because they're only good for promotion. God forbid you express an opinion on them. You're fucked. And 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 the only opinions that they let through are the ones that are toxic until they're until they're not useful anymore. Like Facebook will more readily let bots produce propaganda on their platform than they would let real people produce ideas on their platform. That's what's going on here. And that's because Bots are manipulating your psyche in a way that their algorithms are really good at reading. But this, but but showing how how companies like Facebook not paying their taxes is literally draining the 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 lower echelon of, of our society and driving people into poverty. That that I can't stand. That's not an acceptable idea to to perpetrate in text like how many people do you really think are reading essays on facebook you know what i mean like that's the fucked up part it's like yo my dude that it you know there's people using a lot more effective forms of media on facebook and you deleted his profile for this you didn't just ban him and tell him to take it down and then and and maintain a suspension like you deleted his shit irrevocably that's fucked up and so i definitely want to say like stop fucking with facebook that shit is toxic, bro. And it doesn't support ideas that are genuinely uh, liberating at all. 
but yeah, I just wanted to give my man a shout out and and and, and speak to his plight. But um, but moving on from that, there's been a number of really great union moves happening throughout the country, and so you know me, I love to talk about and put light on the the labor struggle and positive or negative uh, uh, things happening in that that sphere. And so we had a week in which we had two positive things happen, and hopefully those two positive things will mature into more positive uh, ends. But you have uh, in Hunts Point, New, uh, New York, I believe that's uh, in the Bronx, you have a workers' collective uh, that runs a grocery uh, store that's unionized, and the management has refused them a $1 an hour <laughs> fucking pay raise. And so at that point, that was the kindling for the fire. And they were like, if you're not even going to give us $1, then we're just not going to fucking do this anymore. Like, it's not worth it. If we can't even <laughs> get $1 from you guys in good faith after we work through a fucking pandemic, then we're stopping. Yeah, then you're not worth working for. It's nope. dangerous to work here. And so they, they, they struck. And lo and behold, other... The company does business with other unionized workforces. So, like, the Teamsters that drive their produce from fucking Ohio to New York, when they saw a strike line, said, solidarity, peace, (laughs) turned their trucks around and drove all the way back to fucking Ohio. You guys want us to deliver there? You're going to have to make sure that they fucking pay their workers. And if it's not like they asking for $20, $30 an hour. They're asking for $1 raises, you selfish fucks. Mm Mm-hmm. Nah, B, I'm over that shit. Like, I can't wait until I get an opportunity to get back into some kind of uh, public uh, labor organization. Because when I do, I'm going to be the most recalcitrant fuck that they've ever dealt with when it comes to the opposition. Because this shit is absurd. You know, and honestly, I was actually very successful in labor organizing, being very gentle with management. Management typically likes dealing with me. I didn't have the gruff nature of your average union worker. I did. I had. A, I was a lot more eloquent. I was a lot more patient. And unfortunately, in the time that I've spent away from the unionized labor force, I've lost all that. I have. I have no interest in entertaining management's profit sharing fucking goals, whatsoever. You're either sharing, or you're not getting shit done. But we're not playing the game, the dance, and back and forth of, hey. Can we get reasonable protections for our, you know, OSHA certified fucking employees? The guys who spend all the time and effort to go through fucking OSHA certifications. Can we just make sure that they're fucking insured properly? I'm not playing that game no more. Never been with it. I'm not playing that game with them no more. I'm not letting people accept shitty workplaces just because they need a job. They deserve better. They work too fucking hard to be treated like trash. It's ugly out there, man. It's not good. It's not good. And and these management teams are fucking, they're brazen. They're brazen. And it's because the nepotism and racism that has kept minorities out of there or filtered the minorities into that upper echelon who already agree with the toxic fucking structure that has generated this racist bullshit. The problem is, is that they are exhibiting a level of privilege on the workforce that is not earned or, des- or deserved. You do not have the privilege of denying reasonable fucking uh, uh, requests. You don't have the right to deny 
the needs of people who are generating your profits. You don't have that right. I know that they feel like they do, but you don't have that right. And actually, legally, you don't have that right. And morally, you don't have that right. I don't know how you gained it socially because it's socially acceptable for them to fuck the laborers. But it's it's not any of those other kinds of acceptable that it needs to be to actually be effective anymore. Because it's not financially beneficial for, for them to do this anymore. The workers are showing solidarity. They, they worked really hard to break it up. They did. Management, administration, uh, 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 all of these, these financialization organizations, these consulting groups, they tried. But workers are starting to unite. And it's on all echelons. It's not just grocery workers. It's not just Teamsters and drivers. You got the, the, the staff at the New Yorker magazine <laughs> striking because they attempted to, org- to unionize and the management stonewalled them. Like, listen, you're not going to deny the workers their right to organize in their own best interest. You guys do it all the time. Like, it's so fucking unfair the way that management organizes. I mean, hello, they're called meeting rooms and, and, and boards because you're organized. There's a hierarchy because you're organized. Why can't workers be organized? Why are you guys the only ones allowed to organize workers when you ain't doing the work? Most of y'all have marketing degrees and business degrees. You don't got an agricultural degree. You don't got a fucking, you don't have the vocational certifications to do the jobs that you're fucking organizing. So let the people who know what they're doing organize. Don't hire people if you don't think they're responsible enough to self-organize like that. You know what I mean? Like they're, they, they don't believe that the people that they hired have the skills to organize their work. Then why are you hiring them? Because you're not willing to pay them the price it would take to get somebody who actually does know how to do that? That's not acceptable. Just You can't disregard my, you know, an individual's uh, a right to, to, to offer at least their skills to a workplace just because you refuse to pay anyone the amount that it's valued at to have those skills. That's not acceptable. And we got to stop... You know, elevating management and people and organizations and institutions that perpetuate that idea because that's what they're doing. They're pep- they're perpetuating the idea that you know, get the cheapest person for the job, and sometimes you don't you shouldn't be getting the cheapest person for the job because the person's doing a valuable service. So pay them for the valuable service that they're providing. Stop trying to skirt giving people their just dues. You want your just dues. I don't know a single fucking capitalist or Republican or whatever you want to call them that doesn't want to at least get the the money for what they worked for or the value for what they worked for. So just offer that same empathy to the average person who's also working for some form of value so they can survive. But yeah, <clears throat> my bad. I I, I kind of got off on that, but... You know, I really am very emboldened by what I'm seeing in all of these these um, labor organizing uh, uh, efforts that are coming uh, coming about around the, the the country. And you know, I speaking of prior to this, I was talking about this is a revolution podcast. They did a really awesome interview with uh, Ali Acuna, or I'm sorry, Cali Acuno, who is a man from Watts. Shout out to to South Central. Um, actually, Watts is not in South Central. Watts is Compton, but um, he moved from California to Miss uh, Mississippi, and 
has been doing really great work in um in terms of creating worker collectives and uh and organizing large swaths of of mutual aid community organizations and it's super important it's super important it's one of the most i think important things not just for this country but particularly for black people this is how we can create this is how we can have a foundation to build our communities on the problem is that we don't have any of the foundational structures of communities what are some of the foundational structures of communities in america which is a capitalist society well it would be land some form of of uh development such as schools libraries so forth that you can build residential areas around and start a community we don't have any of that foundation we have public variations of that that are underfunded undermanned and completely mismanaged but we don't have versions of that owned by the community like let's say in powell's verdes where they have a huge amount of infrastructure built up and in place and so we need that we need financial structures like banks community banks you know shout out for killer mike for attempting to do so with his online banking uh services coming out of greenwood bank but we need that on a nationwide level we need that when i say on a nationwide level we need those institutions in the communities and communities spread across the nation in which we can create a solidarity that can give us uh, the kind of structure of power we need to, you know, be respected when it comes to doing things like participating in electoral politics. You know, we need, we need that. And unfortunately, you know, we, we haven't been able to, to get a good foothold in it, but People like Kali Akuno are doing a great job of establishing worker collectives and 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 community and uh, mutual aid communities to to give us a foundation for that. Because once you have food security and you have shelter security, you can get uh, occupational security, and you're good to go. That's the basis. You can start a community with those two things. If you can make make people shelter secure. And you can give people occupational security. You can start a community. And the black people don't have that. We have none of those three things. Our communities that we do that we do occupy are food deserts. That have housing that is owned by people who don't give a shit about us. Who don't take care of it. Who just bilk all of the fucking... Or I'm sorry, milk all of the, the, the resources out of the community through rents. You know, we don't have occupational security. We don't get hired. We have the highest unemployment rate of any demographic in this in this country. Despite being the, the, the technical foundation of this country. Because no, never forget, they didn't bring slaves to America. They stole doctors and mathematicians and scientists and turned them into slaves in America. We were the technical base of this country. And so, you know, this this idea that, you know, we don't need those kind of foundations in our community is crazy because we originated that in, our, in this country. And so, yeah, I really wanted to shout, shout out um, Kelly Akuno for, for uh, having a great conversation over on This Is Revolution podcast about the very nature of that. And, um, and so, yeah, moving on from, 
from uh, the great labor actions that have been happening uh, throughout the country. Let's uh, let's talk about the inaugural. That was interesting. It's funny because uh, on his way out, man, Trump did every. He's like, yo. Man, he had Pompeo out there caping for white supremacy. My man was caping hard for white supremacy. He was like, listen, framing the founders like bad people because they had slaves, that's just not fair. Like, what? Hey, man. I can't universally, and we had a great conversation about this earlier, but I will universally hate slave owners, no matter what. No matter what. It could be a fictional environment, even no matter what. I will always be anti-slave master, and I will always consider you a you are bad, the bad person. Guy, nigga. Yep, absolutely. if you think it is okay Without to enslave another doubt. human being, if you feel it's okay it, to it's, buy, sell, trade, use human beings like tools, nigga, yes, you're a shit you're person. Always bad, always bad. <laughs> even if you built the country I live in, even if you built the country I live in, even if everyone loves you, you're still a bad person to me. You own slaves. You are a bad person. There's and 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 so anyway, fucking Pompeo's out there caping hard. They even tried to, and, and and I'm so glad that Biden repealed this on his first day. But he tried to institute the 1777. Oh, I'm sorry, 1776 project, which would institutionalize in the education system the teaching of the founders as uh, bene- beneficent people. Well, and it's just not true. It's just not true. The guys did what they did. They did what they could. They were shitbags. They owned slaves. Period. Yes, they fought in wars and they won wars. You're still a shitbag. Congratulations. But yeah, outside of that, man, Amanda, uh, I believe her name is Amanda Gorman, who's a the youth no uh poet lariat in america uh gave an amazing amazing performance and uh uh poetic uh delivery of a poem that she created for this moment and i was impressed i i even i was moved the only thing i didn't like about it was that she wrote it about america because America didn't deserve those words from a black woman. <laughs> America has, does not deserve those words from a black woman for what America has done to black women. But, you know, she's she's an Oprah black, so she doesn't mind. She's cool with it. And so I'm not going to hate on it. But it was a great poem. Boy, was it great. Like, I, I was impressed. And this is, and, and from what I understand, like she worked, she she de- uh, developed her style through a speech impediment, through uh, a ton of work and time and effort put forward. That's dope. And yeah, and she smashed her performance. Like in the, and you could tell like it was cold, it was windy, and she was unshaken in her delivery. It was, it was amazing. It was inspiring. My girl got her major social media glow up. I mean, she went from, I think, I think she was like around 3,000. I want to say she, I, don't quote me at, at her starting point, but it was definitely under like, it was it was under 10,000 followers. And I think she's like well over a million on her way to almost 2 million uh, followers on social media. Like impressive. It's pretty impressive. good. Impressive. Like I hope that she's able to parlay that influence 
to deliver those similar words in 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 a similarly as powerful fashion to 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 hundreds of thousands of people like she did like i i was then genuinely impressed by her by her performance like and that's not to just over that's not to downplay like black women is like oh i'm so impressed because she did it well yes black women are great and they've always been capable of great performances like that i got to witness it and i am appreciative of that you know what i mean so i hope it's not taken the wrong way the overemphasis of how much I enjoyed the performance as if it wasn't supposed to be good in the beginning, but it was, it was genuinely well done from somebody who I was unfamiliar with prior to this. You know what I mean? But yeah, no, Amanda Gorman, kudos to you. You did great on that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I'm fucking tired of all these people who are so damn impressed with, with what Negroes wear to, to political events. Like they were, they were, they were so happy about uh, fucking Kamala Harris's niece and her family, what they were wearing. I was like, yo, y'all niggas are so fucking easily entertained. <laughs> like, I don't give a shit about none of that. I don't give a fuck what Michelle Obama wearing. I don't give a fuck what Barack is wearing. I was, I was more impressed by Bernie, who went there by himself, sat in a fucking dolo chair, socially distanced from anyone, everyone in his what? I was probably like a $30 jacket. Fucking clearly, yo man, like, let them live, bro. God damn, clearly looking like it's he was going to work. Inauguration day, and they can't look good for inauguration nah, day. Nah, B, get to work, B. <laughs> get out of here, Clinton. We don't like your ass, nigga. Don't nobody like you, Clinton. Fuck. We hate you. Nobody we, works on ceremony day. I didn't nigga. vote for you Trump, tripping. but millions of people voted for Trump over your wife. People hate you. Go the fuck away. Get out of like here, Clinton. Mad at Obama for the tan suit. No, right I was saying at Clinton. Yeah, I know, oh. but I'm I'm saying the events. You're 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 going in on these niggas no, about no, their suits going, and shit. No, I I could care less about the suits. I'm mad that these fucking shills were actually there, fucking talking and shit. Like like this is their win. It's like yo, y'all niggas ain't do shit, man. Y'all ain't do shit. <laughs> Ain't none of y'all What does shit. it matter anyway It's not like you wanted Any of them to win regardless So not what does really it matter either. Whether they celebrate or not Nah they're just dickbags I don't want to watch them <laughs> celebrate Nah nigga Nah because Nah because I hate I hate seeing evil people do good I hate seeing evil people do good oh, nigga. That's funny Hate hey, that man, shit It's not thing. like they Like they're not even like Lovable idiots Like Anyway yeah I'm just ranting Um <laughs> The, there, it was. The hate I was surprised that uh, I was surprised at 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 Pence's showing up to the inaugural. Um, I think there was one shot, and everyone was avoiding him like the plague. Like I, I saw that go <laughs> one shot, and he, there was no one around him. He's getting shunned by Democrats of and course. Republicans. They're right like, now. "Why did you come? It was a formality, nigga. We didn't mean for you to come. We had to send you that fucking invitation." But yeah, now nah, that shit was funny. But boy, man, Bernie showing up and sitting in that chair is the fucking <laughs> yeah. That shit has been memed a million times. Like yeah, I wouldn't not even exaggerate. Internet again. This nigga Bernie is in every image. If there's an iconic image, it's been photoshopped with Bernie in it. Like, and it's, and it just shows, man. Like the people loved Bernie, man. Yep. The people loved Bernie. He could have won. If real, recognized, fucking... real. Oh man. And 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 it was just so great. Like he did, he came looking like he was ready to go to work as soon as this was done. Like, all right, y'all done with this? I got work to do. You know, like it, it's a shame we could have been celebrating Bernie right now, but nope, nope. Fucking shitty black elite Jim Clyburn wanted to fucking push it in the other direction for his fucking masters. Yo, that nigga's cooning hard, bro. 
you know, the Clyburn caping for for Biden and swinging that vote the way he did, and it was purely like based on the media coverage of it because black people at large were coming out for Bernie. They were they were showing up for Bernie. Biden and, and Harris were ready to drop out the race. They were like five and seven. You know, Bernie was putting up historic victories. Like he won the first four states in primaries. Like that's unheard of. Like that's never been heard of. Like he literally set that precedent that you can win all four states in the first four states in the primary and still lose the 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 nomination. That's just crazy, you know. And and, and it's the the internet's ability to to give uh, Bernie all of that free earned media that Donald Trump got was the ticket. But I mean, they didn't need it. Obviously, Donald Trump was so odious of a pre- president. That, you know, they voted for somebody who was clearly unfit for the job. Let's just be honest. Nothing about Biden's record shows him fit for the job. Nothing about his physical presence makes him look fit for the job. Biden was absolutely unfit for the job. Period. Just not. And that's how bad of a president Donald Trump was. You know, and it took him. Honestly, honestly, I don't. If Donald Trump would have tried, I think he could have beat Biden. But I'm pretty sure he wasn't trying. Like when you're when you're when you're spitting QAnon uh, uh, theories out there and telling people to drink Lysol to beat COVID, you're not trying. You don't want to be president no more. Yo, my nigga, the video of Melania walking away from that nigga when they were done is hilarious. (laughs) I love it. That is that. That's that's America walking away from Donald Trump. Like, fine, we're done. We never have to do this shit again. We're out of here. Uh, yo, fuck it, hey man, it was really good, but um, yeah, the, Trump has been so terribly fucking, uh, just in general, he's been a criminal throughout the 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 end of his of his fucking uh uh, uh term in office to the point where he literally sold pardons for two million dollars a piece, and he sold a hundred and forty three pardons. The whole point of him providing these ridiculous pardons was was necessary mainly because it shows how ridiculous it is to have a president have the power to pardon people in the first place. It's not a useful it's not a useful uh uh privilege to have to just randomly pardon people for no reason. Especially when they can circumvent the justice department to 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 nominate people for the pardon process. The fact that it's it's a unilateral power power to the president is that's the big part. That's the main issue in the whole thing. You know, like nobody should have that power whether it's it's a good president or a bad president. That's not what the just the justice system is there to to go through a process to make sure that the people who are convicted should be convicted. Now, I'm not saying that that's always perfect system but giving the president the ability to do that when he has no obligation to give any reasoning to do it towards the public good to 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 actually you know be transparent with his motives to to the public that's not a that's not a, a useful part power to invest in a president especially when there's no written rules to govern that that particular power it's all just oh he's a good guy and we're going to hope that he's not going to do dumb shit with it. Like, that don't make no sense. That don't make no sense. And so, fuck it. Abuse the power while you have it. Because if we don't ever show, like, why it's not good to have these 
unwritten uh, powers in the presidency. They're just going to let them sit until somebody does what Donald Trump does. And so it's got to happen for it to change. And so in that respect, I am happy that I'm not happy, but it's I'm not going to fight against the fact that he did that because we have to acknowledge that it's not right for anyone to do that. Not just Donald Trump. But yeah, going on to more of the illegal actions of the of the closing of the Trump administration. Um, it's going to be interesting because they uh, his family is also in, in a ton of legal trouble. Jared and Ivanka have committed huge amounts of of emoluments violations. They have they have publicly used the uh the 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 Trump presidency for land deals, for branding deals, for for marketing schemes. They're smart. I mean, they kind of. I guess they're smart for you know for utilizing the system. They did utilize the system and they got the money, but they also might get to jail. And so I guess if if they manage to evade the jail, I, I will have no choice but to accept that. Yeah, they're, they're kind of smart. They worked it. They worked it. But now hopefully they'll get to jail. Um, it would be nice. Yeah. But uh, I mean, he tra- he pardoned uh, Kushner's dad. He pardoned <laughs> Kushner's dad. And, and, and it's so funny because it's like. All of these people who he pardoned should technically be like ostracized because the pardon is the admission of guilt. And most of them committed fraud. Americans do not consider fraud as a shunnable offense. They don't. They really don't. Well, they don't consider lying a bad thing either. So there you have it. But yeah, that's 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 gonna be that's a that's something that 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 Trump, that particular American cultural value that 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 uh Trump kind of embodies like to his core in his bone marrow the ability to lie without any remorse that's I think he's him and his family are stretching the American system's ability to accommodate for that uh at a large scale because like those people they have no tether to reality at this point right they they live in a complete delusion of their own making they never change. They've been hundred percent consistent. One hundred percent moved into a different world, and and we've elevated to them to the point where we're forcing other people to live in their delusion. You know what I mean? Like it was crazy. The Biden administration was like there was no Trump uh, uh, vaccination distribution plan, and if there was, they didn't give it to us. Not surprising. Nothing about what they were doing suggested to me they had a plan. Absolutely not. There was so no plan. Oh, and and and. And so it's it doesn't. The plan was to lie until the virus went away. That was the plan. (laughs) It almost feels like he didn't expect to win. It's like, nah, nigga, I got like a couple of days, nigga. I don't give a fuck. Let whatever happens with the virus happen, because none of that shit's ever going to affect me in the long run anyway. Because I'm going to be out of office by then. I'm going to be in divorce court. This dude will be out of the country quick, fast, and in a hurry. You think the rest of the world? Well, yeah, because they love him in India. I find it really weird how much support he has in India. Nigga, they love him in Russia. Well, no, they don't. No, I don't. You think? I think. I think they love him he like owes a, a lot of money to right? Russians. Yeah, he owes a lot of money money to Russians, but then mm. Russians don't actually fuck with him like that. Yeah, I don't think that they respect him. I don't. I don't think that Russia would be a comfortable no place for respects him to Donald Trump. That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> but if, yeah, it nobody respects him. Oh, the Philippines. He could, he, he could go chill with his boy Duterte. 
People just recognize how useful, like, not anymore. When he was president, he could probably go chill with Duterte because he had something to offer Duterte. As True. a disgraced ex-president who's going to be in a ton of legal hot water and a lot of other shit, nobody's going to want to fucking touch that dude. Leader of a failed insurrection. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a, he's the big loser right now. He is the biggest loser out of the whole situation, honestly. And I think I, I honestly feel like he was being used by by much more powerful was. people. Of course he was. You anyone, know? anyone um, who had the opportunity to use Donald Trump but didn't is an idiot. Yeah, you're 100 percent right, and that's why I'm not mad at at Kodak and 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 Harry O and and uh, the other one he pardoned. Donald Trump is a useful fool, yeah. bro. That's, why, like, that's, that's his Weezy. purpose. I don't, I'm not mad at them for using He's Donald Trump. I'm mad at them fool. for acting like they're not using him for just that. You know what I mean? It's like, y'all really fuck with him? Like, I get it if you're using him. That's that's fine. Like, he would use you, and so I don't feel as if that's an unreciprocal relationship. Completely know, reciprocal. A bunch of transactions that mm-hmm. happen in the public sphere does not necessarily mean to me the two people fuck with each other. It just means they both stand to gain from a particular event. True. True, true, true. And hold on, didn't um, yeah. And Snoop was thanking Trump for for releasing Harry O. And I was like, didn't you make a song called "Fuck Donald Trump"? Were you on a track saying "Fuck Donald Trump" at some point, or is that my imagination? Uh, "Fuck Donald Trump" is YG. That's YG, but I wasn't he on a Snoop's never said that on on Wax. I'm sure he has. Yeah, I thought I thought he has, or at least he said it in his personal life. I mean, I don't know. That is that, and this is this. They're two different things. Trump is a shitbag. He helped my friend. Thanks for helping my friend. Still shitbag. Still don't fuck with you. Appreciate what you did. Though. I hope that that's what I hope that's what Snoop's doing, and I hope that he's not making a turn because I don't know, man. That's how they launder their reputations. You know what I mean? That's it's, it's reputation laundering when you when you Snoop do nice things for to, people. Snoop don't need no damn reputation laundering. No, no, no. Snoop Donald is Trump is repu- is laundering his reputation oh. through Snoop. No, I will, no, no. I'm I will always that, think yeah. that's fruitless. I will always think that's fruitless. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. Donald Trump can launder his reputation. People fuck with him either because they're stupid or because they can use or him for care. something. Yeah. Or they can use him for something. That's yeah. it. Those are the only two reasons people fuck with Donald Trump. He's a terrible person. No one likes being around him. True story. But yeah, other than that, Biden's doing a bunch of shit. Has nothing to do with black people in his first hundred days. He's doing his mask mandate. And yeah, that's pretty much what I expected from him. It's going to be a shame, man. It's going to be a shame because I, don't, I really don't think that anything's... uh. Uh, coming up oh and before we roll out Donald Trump man talking about the malfeasance he's committed in the end this nigga before he he left office rescinded the the ban that he put on people becoming lobbyists right after being public servants and I was like bro that's literally the only thing that you did that could that 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 stymied the corruption that's going on in, 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 in that was an accident. I never meant to stymie he, corruption. I didn't know what the word stymie meant. I apologize. I went back and corrected my mistake. He abs that's literally what he did. Like, I can't believe that. Like it was the one good thing that could have possibly come out was that he pushed lobbying. Totally. Forces. Yeah. Anything good. Donald Trump does is a fucking accident. It's a fluke. It was it's clearly a, a fucking fluke. accident. It was purely or, or it was performative. He knew he was going to rescind it. He was just like, I'll do it now while I'm in office. Who cares? I'm in office. As soon as I leave office, though, we're opening the floodgates again. Like, don't worry, guys. Just chill. That dude's a con artist to the fullest, completely. Dude, 
Oh, that he was, doesn't do that was so nothing painful. if it's not going to be personally benefit him. That that alone could have been the one step of problem because that's really actually a super big thing is people going from uh, uh, Congress, leaving Congress, and immediately becoming lobbyists for companies that they that they were regulating as Congress people, and so they bring their 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 connections and all of that stuff to the to the to the lobbying firm. And they already have an in in personal relationships with these people, and so they they corrupt the 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 lobbying system even worse. Lobbying is bad. It's a it's a terrible way to have the public interface with your government. But it makes it even worse when the government is becoming the lobbyist. When the government moves from their public position straight into lobbying, and so yeah. That he, he he it's really important that we acknowledge that he rescinded that because I don't ever want to hear a Republican say, Well, he drained the swamp, bitch. He was spewing the swamp the whole time. He was he was the manifestation of the swamp. And boy did he sell his stupid ass fucking followers on that. Oh man, I'm here to combat the corruption shit, man. Yep. But yeah, I, I always like having evidence that's so sh- people how stupid they are and how stupid their decisions are if only that helped it doesn't it's oh that's purely masturbatory i promise you because there's nothing it never does anything for the other person they never learn from from the evidence it's purely for your own ego that you have evidence for your points Usually only learn what life forces them to. Mm-hmm. And it's usually like now when they get arrested for insurrection. And or get shot through the window, right? Like mm-hmm. geez. or trampled with a shirt that says don't tread on. <laughs> with the flag, yeah. She had the flag. The By people flag. <laughs> who were supposedly I, I, respecting her rights. Feel me? I don't I don't know. Yeah. But alrighty. Cool, cool, cool. We'll go ahead and wrap on that. Hit us up on the social media guys. You can find me on Twitter at Karee underscore T or at home heron. Or you can find me on the Instagram at on the Instagram at Heron's Home Podcast. You can catch me on Instagram at Rico underscore G Sound. And always remember, time is only wasted if you choose to waste it. So learn from your mistakes. It's the only thing you ever learn will learn from. Have a great one, guys. Thanks for joining us. Peace. Take it easy.